Welcome to The Other 165. On this show, we want to talk about what to do when life happens, when things knock you down and discourage you throughout your week. Join us as we discuss how to stay encouraged and develop true relationships of love and discipleship. We hope you enjoy this week's episode. All right. Welcome. Welcome back for, once again, another episode of The Other 165. I am Aaron. I am here with my co-host, Joel. Joel, how are you doing today? Amazing. Amazing. Sweet. So today we're going to talk about a topic that is near and dear to our hearts. Um, something that we have talked about a lot just in our own personal conversations with each other because... Um, this is how we met. We we know each other through work. And as is very common with people that you work with, you talk a lot about your job. Mm-hmm. So um, what we want to talk more about than just having a job, being in a job, going to your job, is how do you glorify God in your job? And to some of my actually sound a little silly, you know, like almost like a, a separation of church and work. Like what what does work have to do with anything? Like that's a totally separate area of life. But as we've been coming along with this with this podcast journey, we're really starting to unpack the fact that everything should be interconnected with your walk with God to fully get the what to get the full effect. I don't know. Yeah. I would say to really, truly, to really, truly walk with God and everything you do is what we are called to do. But I mean, this is, this is something that, um, again, we've talked a lot about and, um, really it's, it, it's a great thing to, you know, bring your, bring you closer to God, to, to glorify God in your work. But also if you really embrace the fact that if, if, if you get into your head that yes, your, your manager, your, the owner of the business, you know, anyone you work for is in control of your job but your life your livelihood your um your provision is all in god's hands so i mean that is that's the first thing to to realize that the the authority above you that you submit to your boss, your manager, the owner of the company, whatever. But really, in essence, you work for God. Like God has blessed you with the job that you have. And he expects us to handle it responsibly. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of people like to me in the sense of like, when I work, uh, 
glorifying God and then people not realizing how basically like God has blessed them in the sense of giving them the, the ability. And also it's one of those to where myself and the job we do um, had zero experience in doing what I do now and to get, honestly, getting them to trust to, that I would become the person that I am and to be able to handle uh, any material or anything like that because li literally at the end of the day when you're an employee you're handling their money and because it's their product and right. they're trusting that you're going to be able to uh, handle their money wisely grow their money because they're investing in you to make the company bigger and better and that's when you as a believer um, allow God to use you so that way you can change because he's putting you in a place to where he wants you to change not just yourself but those around right and um that was a that was a big change for me um you know because <sighs> hate is a strong word but you know i've i've hated jobs you know i've greatly disliked going to some of my jobs um but I think, especially with, you know, I've talked about it many times already, but um, the death of my father and how hard it was, but the all of the, the life-changing great things that came out of it, I think in other aspects, it really made me look at my life in a new, in a new way, under a different lens. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. even though something was hard at the time you start to pick out the positive things of it so like my old job that i had before i was at the job that um i got the job i'm at now i uh you know there was good things and there was a lot of bad things you know i didn't i didn't make that much money um it was working outside all year round even you know cold snow rain whatever it was it was rough at times but, you know, now when I look back at it, I, I got a friend from high school, a job there, and his wife introduced me to my wife now. Like, that's how I met my wife. Like, had I not had that job that at times I hated and was terrible and sometimes I would drive to work thinking, this is so stupid. I don't want to go to this place. I'm not you know, all these lists of reasons why I don't want to go to this place. But now looking back, like, had I not had that job, I would not have met my wife. And just allowing your mind to go to that place and not just keep harping on the negative things that are, you know, in your life or in your job, definitely is what we're going to focus on then you can start to really see the beauty in something that at the time maybe is painful or, you know, upsetting. Like, then you can almost start to preempt it. Like, man, this is terrible right now, but God, you're going to do something awesome out of it. And that is a life-changing attitude to have. It's It's not easy, but... Once you can get to that place, it will 
open a whole new world of it, it's freedom really it is mental freedom and i think most of the time we focus so much on the negative and we think that it's so bad when really that small negative of oh man i'm going to work and that coworker is going to annoy me oh man i'm going to work and i don't know what side i'm going to be working on oh man i'm going to work and my boss just doesn't understand what i'm going through like honestly at the end of the day or whatever you're going there to work so you can either make it a great experience or you can make it the worst experience, depending on how your attitude going forward is going to be. And that's the whole beauty in the sense of how God has it, because there's so many things that we can look at different, which Aaron and I have looked at the passing of our fathers differently in the sense of using the memories and uh, realizing the blessing we had from there. But there were so many different ways we could have. And in work or something like that is just basically changing your attitude so that way you can affect those around you because you don't know what the next person's going through and if your negative attitude's there it may make them worse and honestly your small little pity little problems does not outweigh some of these people that are begging and looking just to find a job that you have amen um, real quick, I want to, um, I have a verse that I want to read, and we're going to kind of pretty much just expand on that. But it's um, Colossians 3, 23 and 24. Whatever you do, do your work heartily as for the Lord rather than for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance. It is the Lord Christ whom you serve. So. That's basically what we've what we've been trying to say um, in this opening is that you know I, I'm not saying that you go to your boss and say you're nobody you don't control me I work for God <laughs> no, don't do that um, but just understand <laughs> just just understand that you work for God. But that boss is who God has placed in authority over you for you to submit to. So just understand that. Um, but again, really, this was this was a really good thing for me to. Because, I mean, man, being miserable at work, you bring it home. You take it with you everywhere you go, like you drag it around like a bag of rocks behind you. You know what I'm saying? If you can find a way to, and I'm not saying that I sing and skip into work every day. That is not what I am saying. But <laughs> to be able to not to drive to work and not just dread every second of it and to be in that place and not hate every second of it is way more preferable to just finding every negative thing that's happening and just stewing on it and just being miserable. So I'm going to tell the story of three to 11s. Joel has heard this 50 times. So Joel, you're going to have to hear it again, <laughs> but, um, I feel like God has really, um, I, I really do, man. I think that God has a sense of humor. 
because um, in this jab, um, and he has brought so many powerful mentors to me and you, we've had um, similar mentorship with some of our former and your current boss, and um, also from uh, Brandon Miller. Uh, we thank you. Uh, he's moved on to bigger and better things down at the mothership, but we we appreciate everything you did for us. But, um, you know, I always, in my mind, will say, man, as long as I don't do this, I'll be fine here. As long as I don't get put in there. So the first thing, when I was first starting off, because basically everyone starts on the packaging floor and then you move around from there and that's how you move up. And so the the packaging floor, everyone always talks like, man, I want to go here. I want to be on a machine. I want to do this. I said, man, I don't care what I do. I just don't want to be a forklift driver. <laughs> and I became a forklift driver and I love it. I, I do. I love it. <laughs> and um, the other thing, I, I feel like God was trying to be like, was trying to bring me through this attitude of like, I don't really know <laughs> what I really want. Like, I don't really know what will make me happy. That's why he, you know, we, we did that whole episode on submitting to his will because I don't know what I was, is really going to make me happy. Like I can guess, you know what I'm saying? Like, especially big stuff like that. So then the other thing was, dude, I will work. And I, I even told Brandon this a couple of times because I love you, Brandon, but he loved to switch my shift around. <laughs> and. You know, I went from days to midnights to swing shift to this and that, and it was all fine. And I told him a couple of times, I was like, listen, dude, I will work any shift. And you know, like you asked me to do something, I'm going to do it. But the one thing I ask of you is do not put me on three to 11s. <laughs> that was the one shift that I never, ever wanted to work. So uh, about what was that like last year um, or maybe even end of maybe even end of 2018 um, whenever it was um, I got I got called into the office and uh, my current manager and I had already heard the rumor about it and I was at first I was so mad I was like you gotta be kidding me and then the thing popped in my head like, well, I said I didn't want to be a forklift driver and that ended up working out really well. So I have a lot. So like we talked on the last episode, like allowing your mind to be renewed and look at the world a different way. So I'm like, all right, Lord, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try and see if we can make this to be a good thing. And I think... <laughs> I think I freaked him out a little bit because he sat me down. He was like, hey, man, I need to send you to 3 to 11s. I was like, okay, when? And he was like, um, uh, next week. I was like, all right, man, cool. So uh, Monday at 3 p.m. He was like, yeah. I was like, all right, man, cool. I'll see you later. 
<laughs> like, I think he really, like, he probably, like, had his dukes up. Like, man, I'm going to have to fight this dude because he's going to be so mad. But I just, I, I submitted to the fact that, Lord, I know that you know better than me, that you can find a way to make something that I think is going to be an absolute nightmare and you're going to turn it for my good. And I'm telling you what, as much as I hate to admit it, being on 3 to 11s was awesome. Like, the problem was, is that my wife works day shift. She works 8 to 4, and I would work 3 to 11. So Monday through Friday, I did not see my wife, except for I would come, I would come home and go to sleep, and she would be asleep in bed. And by the time I woke up, she was gone for work. And that was the hardest thing, obviously. But um, honestly, what it was is that we started to we started to realize like we have so little time together. Like Saturday and Sunday is our only time together. But what that did was that brought us way closer together because we knew that. When we had time together, it wasn't going to be like, okay, well, let's sit on the couch and binge watch TV for four hours and not speak to each other. Like, no, we're going to, we're going to do, we started doing marriage devotionals. We started sitting outside on the deck and just talking, like really connecting. So again, he used something that in my eyes right away was a nightmare, something I wanted to lash out and be mad about, but I, I allowed him to show me that even in something that seems like it's going to be hard or difficult, that he can make something great happen out of it. The whole point of this podcast, we always tell people is basically like putting our own personal stories, situations. So that way you guys understand that it's not us just talking about other people, but bringing it into light that these are things that we go through on a daily. And I mean, it's, it's beauty in the sense of like knowing the, how to change that mindset. Like, I remember like just working with him. I mean, me and him became closer friends. I think really we got to know each other more through the 311 because it's it's quieter. Um, there were a couple times. That's right. Like, Actually, this. I'm sorry to cut you off, but no, I don't think this no. podcast would have happened if I hadn't been on 3 to 11s. I forgot to even bring yeah. that up. No, no, it was, it was perfect out of it because like there were certain things that we both were able to change about our own self. Because I mean, there, listen. I don't care what anybody says. We're here to be honest. I, I there are days where I hate where I work at. It's not that it's a bad place. It's because my mindset would just be like, "Oh my gosh, I know what I got to deal with." But then it was crazy. Like more and more, the more we started looking at the negatives in the sense of a different way. And uh, like a quote that Pastor Olstein said was, uh, "Be positive or be quiet," and which is a beautiful thing because out of everything that we do at work. Um, there's, because most of our bosses, they don't want to, it's not like they sit there and they're like, wait a minute, I know how to screw this guy's life up. No, the whole point is like at work, they have to make money in order for us to continue having a salary so we can provide for our family. But out of that, there's pieces that have to be adjusted and shifted so that way it can be more profitable and, you know, things like that. And it's, and it's the beauty of it. And I think like, um, cause a lot of times like submission is a big thing. And you said in there, submitting. And we always say, I think like when I hear people saying that they want to be a manager or they want to be this, they want to be that. And technically me or, uh, I mean, me as an example, I have to be the best employee to my manager. So that way, when 
I am blessed to say be a manager or whatever God's plan is for my life, I'll be able to look at other employees and be honest with them. Be like, I've been where you at, you were at, and I know what you're going through, but I had to go through what you did. And trust me, it's it's gonna suck for a little bit, but then you'll get through. And that's the honesty part about Christianity. There are days where it's easy, but understanding and knowing that God's with us throughout the whole time and figuring out, because there were days at 7.30, I mean, 7 o'clock, we would know at lunch, Aaron's leaving. He's going to go spend time with his wife. And that was the way of him using his lunch hour in a sense of getting to know his wife for 30 minutes. No interruption. I mean, he was bold with it, but shoot, that's what you have to be. He was bold and was like, don't talk to me from 7 to 7.30. It's me and wife, you talk. Yeah, don't come, don't come out. Talk to me while I'm in my truck. I, I will take no visitors from seven to seven thirty. <laughs> Wait, and that's where I think like people, because that that's a perfect example in the sense of taking a situation where you weren't able to spend time with your wife, and finding times where you guys can at least still connect. Because you could have just been miserable and be like, forget it, we're not going to talk to each other. We'll talk to each other on the weekend, and that would have them thirty minutes probably made the weekends even better. Yeah. And I mean, dude, timing is everything um, with this, because like I, I, I thought about that, you know, like had it been. I don't want to say earlier in my life, but had I had the attitude that I had earlier in life when this happened, that's what would have happened. Like it would have been misery. I probably would have called her every day and just talked about how everything sucks and how I'm mad. And then she would be mad. She would be mad at my job. She would be mad at the situation. And then there would just be this just festering, just like grudge. You know what I'm saying? To where, and like I said, like you carry that around. But to to allow yourself to, I mean, this is a universal thing, really, to allow yourself to find positive things in situations rather than harping on the negatives. Like I almost feel like sometimes when you're going through stuff, it's almost like God's going to allow you to continue to go through difficult things until you finally just say like, okay, well, I'm ready to learn from this. I'm ready to start taking positive steps. Like if you're just going to keep complaining about everything, then, I mean, really, in your mindset, you're not ready for positive things to happen anyway, because a positive thing would happen and you would find the one little negative thing and complain about that. No, it's true, because, like, think about it with the Israelites. When they walked around the walls of Jericho, he told them to be silent because he didn't want that one little thing of negativity because they didn't understand what he was going to do. They were just walking around the walls. They weren't sitting over there each time walking around. They were just like, I'm hit something and trying to tear the walls. No, he was like walking, walk silently because he didn't want that little negative to take away from it. And that's what a lot of times it's something like that, that God just wants us to just walk through it, trust him in the situation. And like he, like with Aaron, with his conversation with his wife, he could have easily used that 30 minutes to be like, working with a bunch of morons, you know what I'm saying? But no, use that time in the sense of uh, use that time in the sense of knowing that this is perfect for me to invest in my wife, my wife to invest in me, and let God invest in both of us. And that's what we really gotta look at when it comes to certain things that work. And I'm not saying like and Aaron would agree, 
that everything's going to be perfect at work, but it's basically how you react to the problem is going to show Amen. how you can say how you're uh, children of, how we're all children of God. Amen. And I think in it's in Luke, the Bible talks about um, to whom much is given, much is required. Yeah. So what if you show that you're not going to live up to the requirements that would be needed. So on the flip side of that, to whom doesn't want to do much, not much will be given, you know, what if, like, what if that's the flip side of that, that statement, you know what I'm saying? Like, what if you just, and I'm not saying if you if you change your attitude, you're going to get promoted to CEO tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it doesn't necessarily mean that it'll be like if, if you allow yourself to to know that you work for God and allow it to change your attitude. And, you know, all these things that we're talking about, I'm not saying that that'll immediately lead to a pay raise or a promotion or whatever. It will help. <laughs> it will help because. Companies want to promote people that are positive influences and have a great work ethic. It might not be a tangible change. You know what I'm saying? It might not be a pay raise or a promotion, but how would you feel to go to work and be happier? Like, to me, that was enough. Like yeah. you're telling me I can go to work and not rage and be calm and actually be someone that are like people are comfortable coming up and talking with, like not stay away from that dude. He is a volcano. Yeah. No. Well, the thing is like in reality, I mean, when we talk about promotions in a sense of more money and how we handle things, if we can't handle the small pressure and a sense of just that change. And where a lot of people don't realize is, is we we say people are not watching us, but people are watching us because in the future, if you are promoted into say management, and now you have to manage those people that you were complaining to about how stupid everything is, oh, it's gonna be a fun time managing them because they're gonna be like, remember your attitude and you want me to change my attitude? You know what I'm saying? So it's basically leading by example. Yeah, and part of it, definitely. you know what I'm saying, with the podcast, most of our 165 is at the workplace. And it sounds... <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it sounds crazy, but that's basically where we can be the biggest light, the spotlight, you know what I'm saying, and allow... And I'm not saying like... Um, and we always talk about it. We're not saying go walk around and just start you know, quoting scriptures while walking around every place or something like that. Now, if God told you to quote scriptures while you're doing anything, picking or whatever your job is, you know what I'm saying? That's different, you know what I'm saying? And follow God's plan. Mm -hmm. But it's one of those to where being that Bible and being that example, being Christ like whatever is going to, I swear it's going to change so many things. And we've seen it in our workplace, so many people's lives slowly being effective in just honestly just letting God do whatever work he has in us so that way we can impact their lives in the sense of realizing we didn't become Christians because we were like, hey, it's cool, I need a group to join. We became Christians due to the fact that we knew there was more. 
out there and Christ basically he was he changed our life. Well, he, I mean, especially for me, he changed my life. I knew for a fact and I know a hundred percent who he is, and I know without him I am nothing. Yeah. And you brought up uh, you brought up in there about um, you know, no one notices me because uh one of the one of the things that our job has been um trying to to get at is what has it been a couple of years now they want to concentrate on recognition you know they want to make make people feel recognized for for what they do and that, that's that's great i mean when the when the big boss walks around he'll um he said it to me a couple of times he'll say it to people like i appreciate all you do and that it is it's it's really nice to hear you know because sometimes it's it does feel like man i don't feel appreciated whatever you know, but you know, it's it's nice to be recognized for things. But again, going back to the to realizing that you work for God, when when you do something that no one's going to come up to you and say, "I know you did that, and you didn't have to." I appreciate that. Like you know that. God knows, like I did this because I work for God and I want to make him proud of me. I want him to recognize me and he will always recognize everything you do because he knows everything you do. So to me, that was another realization where it's like, you know, oh, no one will, no one will recognize me. I won't get a $10 an hour raise if I pick this piece of paper off the ground and throw it in the garbage, like throw a party for me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But when when you when you have that that attitude where i work for god and i want to perform my duties as if he were watching which he is um you you run into that a lot less the whole like oh well, i don't i don't feel recognized for doing this mm -hmm. no and i think that's where like you brought up a good point about basically in the sense of recognition, people would prefer to have the dollar, you know what I'm saying? In a sense, way, it's nice to make more money. With more money, of course, you can do more things and everything, but money fades away. But your attitude and the memories that you leave with people will last forever. So how you react and how you go forward in a sense of being Christ-like or whatever is going to basically impact their life forever. And that that money that you're going to get or whatever, as beautiful as it is to where you'd be able to provide for your family, is temporary. Right. I mean, and that brings us into kind of our the, the second half of our discussion when we want to talk about. Um, so you work for God. Start allowing yourself to ask the question why are you in the job that you're in? You know what I mean? Like, why has God placed you in the specific job in this specific time? Like I, like I was saying before, like to me, timing has been everything, you know, like it has been specific times and specific places that worked out for, for my benefit because he brought me through, um, things in my past to allow me to be ready for what is happening now. 
and that that's another thing that really made tough times at work a little easier is understanding that you are not there to go there, clock in, clock out, cash your check. Like that money that shows up magically every two weeks in your bank account, that's not to show your face. It's actually to do work. And I mean, it's it's crazy to me because like I, I'm not trying to brag or talk myself up. I feel that I have a good work ethic and it's because I was, I was raised that way. Granted, when I was younger, I didn't, but <laughs> I was raised by my mom was, my mom's one of the hardest workers I've ever met. And she she was the mom that, you know, when you when you try and say you're sick, when you are um, trying to get out of going to school, she's my mom was basically the school nurse. Do you have a fever? No, you're fine. Go to school because <laughs> she that was how she was with work. Like, it, oh, I have a headache. Yeah, I'm going to work. Oh, I got the sniffles. Oh, I'm going to work. Obviously, that work wouldn't work out too mo- too well these days with everything going on, but she doesn't let things get in the way of what needs to be done. And my dad, my dad drove a taxi cab and for a very good portion of my life, he worked 24 seven. Like he had his, his cell phone um, on 24 seven and he would take calls anytime like 24 hours a day and if he was you know not feeling it whatever gotta go to work so it was it was instilled in me that when you go to work you work i mean i mean don't get me wrong like i you know i take breaks and you know talk to people but stuff that needs to get done gets done because that's what that magical money that shows up every couple of weeks is for not just because it's like man i love it when when people are like man you know i don't get paid enough you know like i i've been i've been knocking myself out today like, yo wow. Wow. <laughs> um you've been knocking you've been knocking yourself out in the smoker's tent and playing on your phone like that's cool um but yeah. Not to not to sound judgmental, but you know, you know, there's 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 people that that don't really work as hard as they should and feel that they work ten times harder than they do. But um, and the problem, the problem that's, with most of them, good. Well, problem with most of them in the sense of being grateful and understanding why God has you at this specific place is I had to make sure not to compare myself with the next person at another job that would say, oh, this is what we're making, this is what we're doing, da-da-da, you know what I'm saying? But appreciating the place of A, where I was at, and then B, uh, where I'm at, understanding why God placed me there. Because like I said, I I knew nothing about any of the products or anything like that that we produced. I just basically knew a guy and prayed 
I'll never forget when I got the call. I remember I was sitting, I was working three jobs before I worked at the job I'm at. And I was sitting on the couch at my parents' house. I wasn't married yet. And uh, I was frustrated. I was like, this ain't working. And my mom was like, just trust God. I was like, yeah, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because I was so frustrated that I wasn't working. And I swear, when I said whatever, that my phone rang. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, I don't know what this number is. And I answer it. And sure enough, it was my job. Call me for an interview. And I, I can't make that up. And I just sat there, and my mom just sitting there with a smile. And said, I, I remember, like, telling her, like, hey, yeah, it's your job. And then from there, now it's been eight years or whatever, and I'm still there. And then from the memories and the relationships and the people that I've met, I mean, Aaron and I, we met there. And then most of the people that we've met there, um, it's great to, honestly, at the end of the day, make disciples um, at the workplace so that way they can, one, enjoy the workplace, make the workplace better because the job, most of the managers, it's like their job is basically to manage us in a sense of uh, us on the floor. It's a beauty to be able to let them tell us what to do and then us to be able to guide the people around us to be better in their everyday lives is the best part of what we get to do. Right. I have another verse I, I want to read, and then uh, that'll kind of bring us home here. So it's Malachi 3.10. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be enough room to store it. My favorite part about this message or this uh, this verse is he says, test me in this. Like he's being like, say I won't. <laughs> say I won't do it. I love that so much. But, and really, so tithing. Tithe is something you give to God. Uh, typically, it's money. You know what I mean? Like it's it's the fruit of your increase. It is part of what you make. And to me, I, I'm reading this and I'm looking at it and I'm, I'm kind of tying it to, to going to work. But really, it's, it's everything. You know what I mean? Like, God, and what, what I'm getting from this verse is God is saying, whatever you give to me, I will give back to you more than you can even imagine. And don't get me wrong, again, that might not mean money. It might not yeah. mean material things. It says blessings. Blessings can mean anything. You know what I mean? Like, it, it could mean money. It could mean a, a cushier job. But what if, it's, what if it's peace? What if it's freedom, like mental freedom? Like some of those things can be worth way more than more money. Like, honestly, man, like if I can make the money I make right now and be completely and totally mentally free of my temper and the tendency to have a negative attitude at times still, like to me, that's a blessing. So to stop putting everything in the context of money and material blessing 
that also opens you up to more valuable spiritual blessings. Yep. And that's what's beautiful. I think like we go through the test on a daily at work where we have to trust God more. But at the end of the day, I 100% I know Aaron feels the same way. We are thankful for where we work at. We are thankful for the people we work with. And um, we're thankful for God's provision. And it's a beautiful thing. And of course, our goal is going to be to continue to let, let his light shine through us. But at the same time, uh, letting his light shine is basically by being good workers, you know what I'm saying? Showing up on time and doing our part and also uh, respecting our boss, no matter what, no matter what decision he makes, no matter what he says or whatever. Um, but just understanding and trusting that the decision that he makes is the right one. And we trust that God is going to work through him just as much as us. And that's the lesson. Amen. I mean, like, let's just say that someone were to come up to you and ask you about your faith. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to you know, witness to them and try and look at it from their perspective. If you're like, man, my relationship with God has changed my life and it makes everything so much better. And, you know, all of these things that is so great about being a Christian, but then they look at you and you walk around work like everybody else, like trash and management, not doing what you're supposed to be doing you know, not caring about anything. So really in that person's mind, they're like, well, I mean, they, they talk about being different. They talk about being happier. They talk about being, you know, so much uh, better, better off because they know Christ, but they don't really act like it. So maybe... Maybe it's not for me because when people are looking for what's missing in their life and they're really searching for Christ, it is our responsibility to show them that it is a better lifestyle. Like you, you feel better, you're happier, you're more positive, you, you are who you are supposed to be. But again, if, you know, you're cursing everybody out and trashing everybody and, you know, you're a, a bad worker, then they're going to look at you like, well, you're just like everybody else. So what's even the point? If I'm going to do what you're going to do and I'm not going to change, why waste my time? Another thing about being aware of why you are where you are it might even be specific people. And uh, it, it, was, it was kind of funny. Um, I was talking to a guy at work about it and a uh, fellow Christian, and we started talking about this, like, you know, am I placed in this job to talk to a, like an actual um like a specific person about Christ, like God placed you here 
to talk to this person so that he can reach them. And <laughs> he told me, he's like, yeah, and I know who it is. And I keep telling him, would you just accept Christ so I can get a new job? <laughs> Obviously, we're, uh, we're joking in that. But I mean, don't take that responsibility lightly. That, and again, not saying go up to every single person, cram your beliefs down their throat. But conversations, when they're supposed to, will organically lead towards faith. And you need to not shy away from it and be like, oh, yeah, I don't really want to talk about it. There's, there's people that, whether they openly admit it or not, are hurting, are looking for a way out of all of the pain and the misery that they're in. And guess what? You have it. Like, you have the answer. And... To, to not, to not tell them about it because you're afraid they're gonna think you're weird. Like that's just that's silly. Be like you're on a boat and someone's drowning. Like I really don't want to throw you this life preserver because you might think I throw like a girl. <laughs> so yeah, don't take the responsibility lightly and don't. I, we just encourage you to start looking at work in this new light that you work for God and that he is for you and that the reward will come from him and it might not always be money or a better job, but it could be peace. It could be freedom. It could be a better, it could even be a better home life. You know what I mean? So um, next week or Next episode, we want to talk about glorifying God in what we watch and what we listen to, and, and how we spend our free time. And that's going to be that's going to be a fun one. So uh, we're excited to bring that to you. And we thank you so much for joining us. We hope you will join us next time for our next episode. And be blessed. Have a great day. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please uh, feel free to like, share, and subscribe. And we hope you continue to join us on our mission to not only live for God for three hours a week at church, but also for our other 165. Have a blessed day.